Hey everyone, welcome to the third episode of Chismeando con Claudia. I'm so excited for this episode because I have a special guest on it. And we are talking about a topic that is very uh, near and dear to my heart. And I just wanted to apologize for missing last week's upload. I got pretty sick and my throat just sounded like shit. So I didn't really want to upload, didn't have the energy to do it. And um, but yeah, I'm here and this episode is going to be so interesting and very, you know, helpful to some of you. And I hope you stay tuned for Chismeando con Claudia. Okay. Hello, I'm here with my first guest of my podcast and we've recorded this intro like a million times because we can't take each other seriously. But my first guest is my sister, Monica Chavez, also known as Hanit. Hi everyone, I'm excited to be here. So we'll just get to know her a little better so that you guys know who is also talking to you and so you know who my sister is and a little more about her. I graduated from school in May. Um, I went to school for psychology. I am currently working at a suicide prevention center. Um, let's see what else. I've always been, I mean, since I got into college, I got really into the topic that we're talking about today. So I've grown very passionate about it. So I'm excited to start talking about it. Okay, so since she has a lot of background in psychology, I decided that we were going to talk about mental health and all of the importance that revolves around it. And also, I wanted to kind of touch base on mental health in Hispanic communities because I feel like we first-handedly kind of um, experienced that as well. So I'm going to be asking my sister just questions and it's going to be kind of like an interview type of conversation that we're going to be having. Okay, so the first question that I'm going to ask is what is good mental health in your opinion? I think good mental health is being able to cope with your emotions, um, just being aware of your emotions and not putting them aside. Um, you know, like you work on like changing, if it's a bad emotion, you work on turning it into good. So you actually put work into, um, your mental health. So like realizing like, this is the way I'm feeling and I need to like, say you're feeling sad, you realize you're feeling sad and you need to change it. Yes. It's not something that should be ignored. Um, you shouldn't just be like, okay, well, I feel sad. It'll go away tomorrow. Yeah. Like it should be like, why am I feeling sad? What can I do to change that? So along the lines of that, why do you think mental health is important? Or practicing good mental health, I guess. I think mental health is a really important thing that a lot of people don't realize it is. Because it's it impacts your whole body. It impacts your daily life. Like it can, um, like it's like breaking a bone. Like, if you break your arm, there's certain things that you can't do. If you have bad mental health, if you're in a bad mental state, that, 
like you can't function the way you usually can on the normal day-to-day life Mm -hmm. because I know like even for me like there there hello there will be days where even like when I'm getting ready to get up for work I'll just wake up and I'm like I really like don't want to go like get up I don't want to do anything and it's not even like that I'm lazy or anything it's just like I physically feel exhausted and it might even be like I didn't do anything the day prior to but it's just like my mind is not all in there yeah and you can get like you can get like eight to ten hours of sleep and still feel exhausted there's a reason for it you know it's not just oh I was sad but oh well like Mm -hmm. that's not why I'm tired yeah and like you're not physically sick but your mind is not as strong as it really is usually and that can turn into like like your mental state can affect your physical state Mm -hmm. so like if your mental state is in a bad place you can become sick more often Mm. and that's like something I didn't really realize that you can your physical body like the physical health of your body can also is really like dependent on the mental health of it as well. Like I didn't really think about that. Yeah. And it just shows you like how strong your mind really is. Like Mm -hmm. your brain controls everything. Your mind is a very, very powerful thing. It's like, like if you talk to yourself in a negative way, you're going to see things in life more negatively than someone who talks to himself in a positive way or like sees Mm -hmm. things more positively. Like your mind is so strong and it can like determine the way you go about life yeah and that's also like kind of hand in hand with like manifesting things because if you are always speaking negatively like negative things are going to happen to you you know and you're going to attract all negativity and once you start to do little change even little changes in your daily life you can change to positivity like oh I get to go to work today I Mm -hmm. get to do school or I get to work out because sometimes you know you see those as chores but you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people didn't have a job. And I remember like I had a job at the time, but I was like, I I really don't want to go to work right now. And it's not, not, I wouldn't want to say like, it's not fair for me to think about that, but it's a lot better for my mental health. If I were to be like, I get to go to work today. Like if I kind of took it like, um, how do you say it? Like if not, if I didn't take it for granted, You know, like if I was thankful to have that job, I feel like I would have maybe had a better day at work. Or Yeah, just the attitude you have going towards work, going towards and maybe like an activity you do, that Mm -hmm. plays a huge part in the way it goes. Like if you have a bad attitude, you know, going to the gym, you may not have the greatest workout. Mm -hmm. If you have a bad attitude going towards work, you're going to think people are going against you. You're going to think that everything at work is going wrong, but it could just be because of the state of mind that you're in. Yeah. Okay, going back and like editing this and we literally sound like the same (laughs) exact person. (laughs) Like it's going to be so confusing for you guys. I'm so sorry if it is, but what if we try and talk like different, like. You want to be like deeper? Okay, so. (laughs) Hey guys, so well, the next question is gonna be. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so the next question that I have is At what age did you start to focus on your mental health? Because I know we're not just fresh out the womb thinking, like, hmm, 
I'm anxious today. You know, like we don't feel that. I think I like it's something that it takes a while for you to be even aware of. Like I started to become more aware of my mental health in college. Um, probably like towards the end of my first year, I just started noticing like, I'm not going to lie, like I was kind of feeling a little bit lost. Um, like my feeling, like I was always worried about something. Mm-hmm. You know, I was always worried about the next thing or I was worried about what's going to happen tomorrow or like mm-hmm. little things that shouldn't be like so. Like on your mind pretty yeah. much. Like you should not be worrying about it like right now. Yeah. But I didn't, like, do anything about it. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe, like, I'm just super stressed because of school. Like, everyone feels this way. Like, Mm -hmm. this is a normal thing to feel. And And I feel like, especially in college, too, you kind of just think, like, oh, we're all the same. Yeah, that's, like, everyone's going to be stressed in college. And, it like, a lot of people are, but you can be stressed and then being stressed constantly can turn into something more serious yeah like there's a fine line between being stressed and having like anxiety yeah because stress can last like a few you know hours and stress or anxiety can last a few hours too but it can be constant like it can be a few hours here and then a few hours tomorrow and then a few hours yeah yeah. all the time because i remember honestly like in kindergarten like feeling like i had this feeling and i didn't know how to explain it but i knew feelings i knew happy sad mad you know all the mm-hmm. common like, feelings yeah. whatever when did you get taught yeah but like i and i always thought this feeling was like i miss my mom like i always miss my mm-hmm. mom but then like when i would be with mom it wouldn't it go so- away so i was like what the fuck like what is this feeling you know and it's it's kind of weird how kids are only taught the basic mad happy sad yeah and i think it's not even just kids, it's adults too, but people who aren't aware of, like, that, like, what anxiety is, they don't even realize that that's what they feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they can be like, oh, I just started, like, breathing hard, my chest yeah. started hurting, and then they can think something. I have, like, chest pains, I need to go to the doctor. Yeah, but yeah. they don't realize that, oh, they are experiencing anxiety. Yeah. Because it is, like, a very distinct feeling, too. And you can't really put it into words. Okay, so since you have your bachelor's in psychology, obviously you had to take a lot of psychology classes. Mm -hmm. Do you think that people who don't have access to these classes think the way they feel is, like, not a problem because they're not, like, as exposed to it or maybe they just don't know anything about it? I do think that it brought more awareness to me, like, just, like, signs of either in myself or you can notice it in other people, signs that someone's going through a hard time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that people who don't get the classes, it's, it is harder for them to understand. Mm-hmm. Um, it's harder for them to, like, notice those signs. Like, you go day to day thinking, you don't go thinking like oh he has depression and like you don't think the worst when you see other people down the street Mm -hmm. but you don't know what they're going through and when you do take those classes you do learn like the certain signs that show that this person could be going through depression Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so like isolating and yeah yeah so I think it does like play a part but I also think that it just has to do like I think doctors should bring it 
more aware like mm-hmm. like should bring their awareness patients to more it. aware of it yeah like they should have like a conversation with them and be like well this is what this is have you been experiencing any mm-hmm. like like you get like super nervous or you're always yeah. worried or you know like shortness of breath or anything or do you sleep a lot yeah do like you take a lot you, of have you noticed that you don't like to do as much anymore you yeah know, like you don't like to do the activities you used to and like just asking those questions so that people are like oh well if like I do go through that then I need to see someone mm-hmm. or I need to do something about it yeah and I think I definitely think too like even our generation too is bringing a lot of awareness to it as well because there's so many I mean like Twitter pages or Instagram feeds that yeah. have you know so many quotes and so many tips on how to you know just like how to take care of yourself. yeah how to control yeah. your breath when you're having an anxiety attack tips on how to ground yourself when you're not feeling well and I think that's really well that's really like good too because maybe it makes you feel like okay this is normal like I'm not weird because I feel yeah yeah like I'm not weird because I feel sad every now and then or I'm not weird because I worry about the whatever the past the future whatever and I think that's like a really comfort feeling that you get knowing that even like your classmates or the people you work with too like it's like okay we're it's all nice feeling knowing this. that you're not alone in mm-hmm. something and i like that like this generation our generation does bring more light to it mm-hmm. and i think that is also like showing the older generations like okay like they're starting to understand more they're mm-hmm. starting to ask more questions about it because yeah. i think it was it wasn't talked about as much before as it is now mm-hmm. yeah Okay, so the last question is, as a Hispanic woman, do you think that our culture lacks knowledge in the mental health like department? Um, I do, kind of like what we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it just has partly to do like, with the older generations. Um, they it just weren't aware of it. They didn't talk about it. But I think specifically, at least in our culture you know I don't know about different cultures but Mm -hmm. in the Hispanic culture I've seen that it's seen it's not even seen like people aren't aware of what your mental health can do to you like Mm -hmm. for example you know like if you're depressed you can be someone who sleeps all the time and you know you don't you can't get out of bed you can't do you know like daily things that you normally do Mm -hmm. and some people in the Hispanic culture just see it as you're being lazy. You mm-hmm. need to get up. You need to be more productive. I just think they, they're they not aware of it. They're, like it's they a, see it as an excuse, kind of. Yeah, like they don't, not that they don't get it, but they're not aware that it's like an actual chemical imbalance. Like it's yeah. in your body. It's happening in your body. It's not like, eh, I just don't want to go to work like today. They, I'm going to sleep all day. not a like there it's not seen as serious because you can't physically see it yeah you know like if you see a bone sticking out you're gonna go to the doctor right away yeah you know your family's gonna take you to the doctor but they don't see what's going on in your head they don't know you know like the bad things that you're telling yourself in your head or the just like the you know the just the way that you overall think yeah yeah and i think so that they're has not seen that like they're like well it's not true mm-hmm that has a lot to do with also like the resources that they have as well. Yes. Because I know a lot of Hispanics 
sometimes they don't get as much access to maybe like a good doctor yeah. or a good doctor that speaks or Spanish like as well. Yeah. And so a doctor who doesn't speak Spanish is not going to know how to prescribe a kid with medicine that has ADHD. Or even so explain then, to the parents. Yeah. So then like when a kid does have ADHD, the mom is just going to, you know, think he's bad. Because he's acting out in these ways, but he, like, really can't control it. Yeah. But then the doctor doesn't really get how to explain that to to the mother. Yeah. Yeah. And I've had, like, that's why I think, like, we need more people who speak Spanish in this field. Mm -hmm. You know, we, like, me speaking Spanish, I am those parents, like, I am the one that helps those parents try to understand. Mm -hmm. You know, I've had parents cry to me because they don't know how to help their kids or they just don't understand what their kids feeling or thinking. And so, Mm -hmm. you know, they'll go to me and be like, Oh, like, thank God that you speak Spanish because like, I try to communicate with the counselors, the doctors, and like, I don't know how to communicate with them. They don't know how to communicate with me. And then, you know, things aren't, um, like it's not being communicated. Yeah. Towards everybody who's in the child's like, life yeah all of the healthcare and all that and that does kind of suck though because at the end of the day like it's even you know a mother of a child who is like who can be suffering from depression or you know adhd mm-hmm. even like she can have her own things too you know and even she is learning about the kind of like adhd depression yeah. along with the like her child but she still has to deal like with like what she's going through yeah. and what the child's going yeah, through. Yeah, at once. It's a And lot. it is hard to yeah. learn and apply it to yourself and your child all at once. And then yeah. it is just, like, very hard. And it's not even in a sense of, like, they're not willing to do what they need to do for their child or mm-hmm. for themselves. It's just that they really genuinely don't know. They, yeah. They are not exposed to it. Mm-hmm. And they're not really taught, taught about it at all either. Because – and I feel like – you know, in Hispanic culture, working is such an important thing. You know, like it is always like you got to work, you yeah, got to, yeah. you know, yeah. you got to do something. And that is a very, you know, that's very appreciative of the culture. I love that. I love that yeah. we are hardworking. And, you know, no matter what, we got to go, you you got to work, you know, you got, you're very hardworking. But I feel like in a sense, that can also cause that kind of like, it's kind of like, um, like rough because then when you do combine work and you know maybe your mental health is not on par I guess you can say it is going to affect your work life yeah and I think people use work sometimes as a distraction mm-hmm. you know like if someone's feeling a certain way or um, they just don't like the way that they're feeling they use the outside world as the distractions but that's not helping them get better. That's just kind of putting it aside. And Mm -hmm. I think people who, you know, yes, like you should work hard um, for what you want for, you know, but it's okay to take a break to take care of yourself. Mm -hmm. That's the biggest thing is you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to do your job right. Mm -hmm. You're not going to be able to, even if, you know, if you don't work, you're not going to be able to, be a mother because you're not okay yeah and it's okay to not be okay but 
like it, you have to be aware of that so that yeah. you can get better you know and yeah. you can get the help if you need the help mm -hmm. you need to know like I'm not maybe like say like you're not performing as well in your job and maybe take that as a sign like okay maybe I just need a, a little break I need yeah. a little breather like let me take a day or two and let me just hash it out and let's let's start up anew and we'll come back even better mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of people even like the most simple things like um I read that like watching TV or you're constantly watching TV or constantly have to be on your phone or constantly listen to music you know that's your outlet of not really just sitting with yourself yeah like that's how you distract yourself mm -hmm. and you don't realize that like people who constantly watch Netflix like they have to pull it up on their phone Like, it's a distraction. Yeah. You're not wanting to just sit alone with your thoughts because maybe you're scared of what you're going to yeah. think, you know? And it's, like, it does suck because people don't see that as, like, you might, you know, just take a little break. That's all yeah. you really need. Like, I think put yourself just, first. They need to be more. And I think the older generation, because they're they've been focused, you know, like, on, in our family, work. You know, mm -hmm. work because you know they need to like work they for had a to living. they had to step up to the plate yeah. and that's what they had to do. But I don't. I think they need to kind of take that time. And be like, okay, well, am I okay? Like, mm -hmm. take time for yourself and like, you know, like talk to yourself. Like, notice like how you're feeling. Notice the way you've been acting. Notice if there's any change and like if there's a reason for that change. It's so important to be aware of yourself um, mm -hmm. and just you know work is going to be there yeah you know and if they don't let you take a day off because you know you're going through depression or stuff mm -hmm. like that you can find another job yeah you know? they like, will you're, replace, they're gonna you replace you so quick as soon as you leave so quick so don't even give like, them your, your all life is if the they're not more important thing. yeah like yeah that's and that's always a hard thing to like realize too like this workplace is not going to die if i miss one day you know that's yeah. not gonna Like, like burn to the ground for, like yeah. yeah 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 and with that we are going to wrap up this episode thank you so much to my sister my honey for talking <laughs> to me about this i hope you guys enjoyed it i enjoyed sitting here in bed with buster at our <laughs> feet <laughs> talking about mental health and i want you guys all to know that you always have somebody to talk to if you need to and you resources are there if you know you are feeling down and you know if you are having suicidal thoughts the suicide prevention lifeline is always you know 24 hours and the number is 800-273-8255 and if you are feeling you know any type of way anxious depression you know if you're starting to feel like adhd it's it's normal a lot of people feel that way and you don't need to feel like a foreign alien because of it because mm -hmm. we're all we're all going through it yeah it happens it happens to everyone mm -hmm. i just want to say you know thank you for having me um and i just want to tell you guys you know take care of yourselves be aware of your feelings um and you know and just you have to put yourself first sometimes and that is 100 okay mm -hmm. but yeah thank you for having me i enjoyed this conversation with you And thank you guys for listening to the third episode. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Woohoo!